Oh, hi. Hello, my friends. This, <laughs> this is Andy, Andy and Hedia coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. A production of ResurrectMinistry.com where you can find all of our content to deepen your relationship with Christ. Whether it's our past broadcasts, articles on the Christian Post, pastors, worship music, Bible resources. Uh, we've tried to put as much as possible there to um, edify you and hopefully bless you. If you'd like to drop us a comment, we'd love to hear from you. You can use the comment section of the website. We read those personally. And if you care to donate, there's a little click the donate now button. Yeah. Click it now. Click it. We'll wait for you. Go there, click, and, and then come back. And we keep forgetting <laughs> to tell you, please like, share, subscribe this broadcast so that um, other people can hear. Yes. <laughs> you, you, took, you took the words right out of my mouth. I would have said it differently. <laughs> But Why yesterday, because you have to scoot over towards me, oh, I took okay. it. I took a shower one more time. No. One more time. There you go. I took a shower. So last night we had quite the viewership. Yeah, we did. There was a lot of people watching last night. I think they were watching. They just were listening to your confessions, like you were <laughs> like you were a Catholic in a booth. Confessions of a drunk federal contractor. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. That's the title of your book. Is it? Yes. That's a. That's that. That'll get you number one on the. the on the com, on a, the communist New York. No, com, the confessions of a Beltway bandit. <laughs> yes, a Beltway <laughs> bandit. Let's see who's on with us already. We have Lisa. Hello, hey, Lisa. Ladies. And Carrie and Cindy. Awesome. Hey there. Wow, they're they're only coming on to see what else you're gonna say because we know there's a lot more to that story. I don't know. <laughs> but in the meantime, while that's all percolating in uh -huh. your in your beautiful brain, uh, we're gonna be reading from Morning by Morning by Charles Spurgeon for April fourth. The reference is Second Corinthians five twenty one, that says, "God made him who had no sin to be sin for us." so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Charles writes, Oh, grieving Christian, why do you weep? Mm. Are you mourning? Wow. It's almost mm. like he, yeah. Are, are, uh, are you mourning over your own sinfulness? Or the sinfulness of others. <laughs> then look to your perfect Lord and remember you are complete in him. In God's sight, you are as perfect as you had ever sinned. As if you had never sinned. As in that too, both. <laughs> as if you had never sinned at all, period. In actual fact, it is even better than that. Yes. The Lord, our righteousness, has clothed you in his divine garment so that you have more than the righteousness of man. You have the righteousness of God. Wow. Oh, you who mourn over your heredity of sin and depravity, remember that only of your sins can 
Only none of your sins can condemn. Okay, let's try this whole paragraph one more time. Are you the ready? Whole paragraph let's just, let's just pretend that I did not say any of that. Okay, here we go. Oh, you who mourn over your heredity of sin and depravity, remember that none of your sins can condemn you any longer. Hallelujah. You have learned to hate sin, but you have also learned your sin is no longer yours. It was laid upon Christ's head. You don't stand before God on your own merits because you now stand in Christ by his work. Your acceptance is not in you, but lies in your Lord. Thus, you are a fully accepted. You are fully accepted before God today with all your sinfulness, as you will when you stand before his throne, free from all sin and depravity. I plead with you to take hold of this precious thought, perfect in Christ. In him, you have been made complete. Clothed in your Savior's garment, you are as holy as the Holy One himself. Who is he that condemns? Christ Jesus, who died. More than that, who has raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Dear Christian, let your heart rejoice, for you are accepted in the Beloved. What do you have to fear? Let your face forever wear a smile. Live near your master. Live in the suburbs of the celestial city. For soon, when your time has come, you will rise up to where Jesus sits and will reign at his right hand. All this because your divine Lord, who had no sin, was made to sin, made to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. So this reminds me of a prayer I say to myself. Um, when I'm in worship is, oh, Lord, let me see me as you see me. Because I don't think most of us can see ourselves that way. That way. Mm. We're just so stuck in, you know, things we've done wrong or things that are going wrong, things that have happened in the past, things we wish we could do better. And he doesn't see any of that. Right. You know, but it's such a, it's such a hard thing to, to live, to live out that we are perfect in Christ. And, you know, that should be all of our prayers that, you know, Lord, let me see myself as you see me. Right. That um, yesterday's devotional where we're able to separate ourselves from our old selves mm -hmm. is, is amazing in, its, in itself. But it does not necessarily take away the times that I feel like I'm not worthy. Ah, okay. Um, because like you say, it's hard. It's yes. hard. I mean, I like to joke around and talk about me being all that. Because look at this. Yeah, that package. <laughs> Woo-wee. <laughs> no. Um, but there are those moments, and I just think, because I, I think the more and more I read uh, the scriptures and hear the word preached, like Jack, preached, uh, Jack Hibbs preaches it, that I'm more educated in, in, in all of these things, especially this part of, um, of how Jesus Christ just died for our sins, was nailed to our sins. And we are to, to understand that now we are as, as close to being Jesus Christ in the sense because of him. Like he, he made us righteous. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't deserve right. it. 
Or, no. But the more I know about it and how amazing it is, I go, wow, that's even, it's even harder than I thought to, to picture myself being sinless. Because oh. I know I'm not. I like that thought of you are as perfect today as you will be when you <laughs> meet him yeah. on the throne. That's just so. Yeah. That's, that's really hard to wrap my head around. Right. Perfect in Christ. Especially when we have difficult days. You know, because it, we want to, uh, we, we don't want to have difficulties. <laughs> and then we get all caught up in ourselves. I know that I do. That I just go, you know, gosh, I've been working so hard. I've been trying so hard. I've been praying. And, and here I'm having this, this really lousy day. And I'm not sure why. I thought, I thought I was doing all the right things. And then you get all angry at yourself. Yes. And uh, you want it, to, you want it to, to not be about, you know, well, us. and it's almost, it's so much easier when it's external, when mm -hmm. it's happened to you. I know for some people that's very hard to accept, but when the failure is your own, uh, where you just are disappointed in, in weaknesses at difficult times, uh, that's the one that, those are the ones that are hardest. When I tell myself those things that you say, I've been trying so hard, I've been... Yeah. You know, like how how did that old woman come out of the grave and hit me in the head? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gosh darn. Yeah, yeah. Those those moments. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I just I just want it to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Not until we're dead. I, there's a, I, I'm so like I'm trying to think of something, an example. Um, but I, I think it's. Um, the other day, the boys kept asking where I was going when I was looking for a parking spot the other day at the park. Mm -hmm. And they just kept asking. And, I, and I'm already getting frustrated because I can't find a place to park. I mean, I can't find anywhere because they have things blocked off. I, we were at that. What's the name of that event Persian again? The Persian New Year that they were celebrating at a park in Irvine. And it was crazy around there yeah. and they had cones and nothing really was clear where you could go and couldn't go. Like I, I thought, Oh, here comes the street. And they had blocked that street off. Oh. And then the boys keep saying, well, where are you going? It's right there. And then I'd say, I'm looking for a parking place. And then I turn a corner and they go, dad, where are you going? I go, I'm looking <laughs> for a parking place. And then they ask me again. And it's usually like the third time. Yeah. I, I, I might live at two. I can, I can go, I'm looking for a parking space, children. <laughs> <laughs> and then the third and time, then, and then, and you can see their hair blowing back. And they're like, they look at me like that. <laughs> and they see the veins sticking out of my neck. And they just go, and they're speechless for a moment. <laughs> I had one of those moments. And, uh, and, I, and I felt, I mean, before I might not have felt guilty. I mean, I guess that's the positive. Yes. That there was the the understanding that I I had hit a limit that I normally, not normally, but more recently I've been able to not have those moments. I've been able to exactly. like stop myself and say, you know what, kids, you've asked me that three times. <laughs> yeah, obviously, I'm can't find a spot and I'm just having a, a tough time finding it. So if you can just just be patient. Um, Is that what you said? No, I yelled oh. at them. Well, I was gonna say that's not totally reasonable. No, no, no. I was. <laughs> that's what the good answer. I told you three times. <laughs> I don't cuss. That the good news is I don't cuss, but I do. I do. Like, the scary Andy voice. I get the scary Andy voice, and and my yeah, and <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, you can, I saw, I can see the look in their face right now, like, and they haven't heard it in a while. Yeah. And it was probably it was kind of like. 
And of course, Bo, my youngest nine-year-old, he's a hoot. Uh, but he reminded of it later. He wanted some ice cream or something like that or wanted two scoops. Uh-huh. And he goes, do you remember earlier today? <laughs> oh, that's how he yeah. finagled two scoops? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, nice. so do you remember earlier today? I go, what? He goes, do you remember? <laughs> you remember. <laughs> you remember earlier today <laughs> when we were going to the park? <laughs> I go, really? I go, yes, you can get two scoops. <laughs> But uh, so there's moments like that where I just go, oh, why could I mean, I've been able to hold it together for months and months and months and not feel that. But it's the it's it's like the whole. It's like a series of events and then they just kind of like pile up on top. And then you called me and said, hey, can you go get 60 hamburgers? It was (laughs) it was like seconds after that. After I finally fall, I finally found a parking spot. I oh, found, no. and I was almost pulling I in. I was, I was like, I was like 30 feet away from pulling into a driveway to park <laughs> <laughs> after circling the park, a pro, I think twice. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, lovey wifey's calling. Lovey wifey's calling. We're out of food. You need to go get 60 burgers. Buns. And then you call back and we need cheese. Classic. But, but because I had learned from my outburst with the boys, what you called, I think maybe at the perfect time. If you would have called me before I yelled at the boys, you might have gotten what the boys got. Oh my goodness. But I go, no, of course I'll go get the burgers. Yes. Because I just yelled at the kids and I feel guilty. And what's the whole point of going to the park but contributing to the to the service? Yes. Yes. But that was good. So all that to say that um, the righteousness, of the, the righteousness of Christ, that, that He gave that to a gift, just really at those moments, you just go, oh, I don't, I'm not deserving of that righteousness, but we are. But we are. Because I mean, we is. have to be because He is. <laughs> it's like not accepting a gift that you've been given. Right. Like no, like you push it away. Like it's so rude. Right. <laughs> but I, I repent. I lied in my bed after my outburst today, and I was like, I'm so what? sorry, Lord. When? Today. Yeah, outburst today. <laughs> and you just repent and and just go back go back i love you i worship you lord you are good all the time mm-hmm. i'm sorry yeah i'm sorry and good again at least of uh, out of that that moment I, I think some real good came out of it i think I feel, I feel so. God makes it all good. Yeah. Want to hear what the, uh, what Jim has to say or what? uh, Sure. Yeah. All right. Jim, who is an editor on this particular um, edition of Morning by Morning says. The primary difference between Christianity and every other faith or religion is that our faith is truly the only faith-based as opposed Mm. to a works-based religion. So good. Thank God. Thus, by definition, Christianity is the only faith. People of other religions totally misunderstand our beliefs, typically thinking our acceptance by God is earned by living up to his laws, with our good works ultimately outweighing our bad. But no, but they don't understand this teaching of Paul. No one will be declared righteousness in his sight by observing the law. Rather, through the law, we become conscious of sin and our need of a savior. Paul later expounds on this truth, describing those who have been saved by Jesus 
Therefore, now there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do, God did by sending his son in the likeness of sinful man to be a sin offering. And he condemned, and he so condemned sin and sinful man in order that the righteous requirements of the law might be fully met in us. Romans 8, 1 through 4. If Jesus is your savior, thank him for this truth. The Lord redeems his servants. No one will be condemned who takes refuge in him. Mm. Psalm 34, 22. Amazing. No one will be condemned. So amazing. Right? Oh, Carrie says she had a little, little outburst today, too. Oh. Must have been in the air, Carrie. <laughs> Maybe it's because yes. Trump was indicted. Yeah. There's a lot of drama today. <laughs> oh, a lot of weird energy in the world. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Uh, Lisa says, when I learned about how we grieve the Holy Spirit, it's amazing how fast I recognize it mm. when it happens to me and I repent immediately and feel sick to my stomach. Yes. Yeah, that's... Lisa, that's exactly how I felt. Exactly. That's exactly how I felt today, too, is that you're just... I. Yeah, I'm sorry. You've given me the ultimate gift. You've imputed your righteousness in me, and my flesh came out and just poo pooed on all of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we're going back to that discussion. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Poo poo, as uh, in an expression. Oh, not gotcha. poo poo. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Weird. Yeah, I mean, it's back. it's such it, it's such a um, mind bender that we we we've been told that we're we are now christ-like and we're being and we're being we're told so not. <laughs> <laughs> we're striving to be christ-like we have his righteousness imputed right spiritually but the flesh is still riding the spirit until we're able to reverse mm. that equation where the spirit rides the flesh yeah and it always seems like either directly like just before I'll be told something like you're you're made perfect now in the image of Christ. And now he's got you covered and he washed your sins with his blood. Yeah. And then the, like seconds later, something will happen. And I go, Oh gosh, darn it. He just told me, <laughs> or it's like right after, like I'll do it. And then, and then uh, we'll, re then we have a devotion like we did yesterday. And uh, I go, oh, dang it. Why, why can't I remember this? Why can't I keep it? keep it right right here I guess, it's just a, I guess it also reminds us of our weaknesses and well, why we are in need of a savior well then i have men like larry in my men's group mm -hmm. larry. larry larry's like i don't know i don't want to say something too high in the 70s let's say okay he might be older <laughs> and he talks about that his entire life he's been a christian and when he talks he talks like a man who in his entire life has been a christian Aww. i mean you know if he's just He's just so kind, so mild mannered, so Christ like. <laughs> well, there's hope maybe before we die, but he's been like that all of his life. <laughs> yeah, I, there I, are those. I can't imagine him yelling at anybody. I don't think it's ever happened. I don't think if he's told a kid to get off his lawn, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, Have you ever told a kid to get off your lawn? No, no, I didn't my dad that. did. I can't see you. <laughs> I can see you inviting the kids on the lawn, but I can't see you telling them to get off. No, 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 no never. Um, 
but yeah, Larry is just like one of those guys. Like I'm just, I'm thinking that I don't know that he's ever had that moment that he's had to go. Sorry, God. Wow. Lucky him. I'm, uh, you know, I could be speaking way too highly of him, but you know, <laughs> that's a good expression. Gary, <laughs> Gary says she has, she has calluses from climbing out of that pit. <laughs> that's a good way to say it. You have calluses from climbing out of that pit. Mm, that's good. And then we have Pastor Jack Hibbs, who often talks about moments where he's, you know, struggling with things, his brain, his thoughts. Mm-hmm. And he's got to, he's got to. Well, Larry didn't say he doesn't struggle with the thoughts. Oh, that's true. Maybe I should ask him. Did you I have, but I have, he, the way he walks around, him? he walks around like he's all floating on the air. Like. Well, and also, let's be fair. Does he have the stress of running a ministry to mm, no. pastoring? And I know his wife, I think, is fairly ill right now. I think so. Oh. I know that that's probably weighing heavy on his heart. Absolutely. And so, yeah. So, Ray Comfort. Ray Comfort is another pillar of strength. Yes. Can you imagine God gave Ray a last name of Comfort? <laughs> is that his real name, though? I don't know. Wow. That would be a shame if he made up that name. Well, it's kind of like a his stage name, maybe. Like if I were to actually, I did actually make up my name, but if I if I had to do all over again, I think I would be something like Andy Sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, I've always so, called, I've always told people my my middle name's Legend, but yeah, uh, uh, Andy's so kind to strangers. He loves to chit chat with strangers. <laughs> I wish every now and then he'd throw Jesus in there, but you know, now, now I did. it's just, okay. just chatting. So if you would have been at the MMA uh, Muay Thai uh, place that I was at, uh-huh. which is martial arts, in case you don't know, but it's like uh, really. It's beating it, people up martial arts. Yeah. They have a Bible study. So I, I would have, I find hilarious. So one guy showed me his tattoo on his foot and then I showed him my tattoo on my shoulder. Oh. And these are, we just, and then we started talking about Jesus. Nice. And about the about the Bible study, you only notice it when I'm talking to the, the female persuasion. Yes, which Jesus. But I, I talked to everybody. Up. He talked I to th- this one girl in Trader <laughs> Joe's for 20 minutes about the flavors of the jelly beans, and she kept giggling. And he she's like 16 just, years old. Yeah, she was very young, but still. <laughs> and he's like, "You think this is blueberry? I don't know. Let me try another one." And there was just there was 30 there. different flavors. <laughs> coconut no. <laughs> i don't think it's she's like do you taste popcorn he's like i don't know let me try again mm-hmm. he's sitting there chewing and i'm like andy are we gonna go get the cookies or what like are we just gonna stand here <laughs> with the cute girl with the jelly beans i think you're adding you're adding a little bit no what part of that is untrue the 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 voice <laughs> oh you always like to pick on the voice the voice, the voice is for dramatics <laughs> Like, you know, uh, see, Cindy loves what a cool Bible study. She loves MMA. Yes. <laughs> yes. Her daughter's but I had a, a, a 20 minute conversation with those guys. Who brought up Showing, the Bible study first? I did. <gasps> Absolutely. Wow. I said, I noticed you guys have a Bible study. When do you, I mean, can you tell me more about that? He goes, yeah, a couple of the guys. And it's a young guy. He's probably 21, maybe at the most. Cool. And uh, he, they have a ministry and they go to, uh, they've gone to um, Indonesia and they've gone to South America and some other places, him and his other buddies. 
Yeah, ministry. Nice. So I talk about Jesus. Good for but you. first, before we started talking about Jesus, we were showing each other our tattoos. Nice. Is yes. that like the whole thing with the dog in the tree? No, they saw my shirt that said, we the people. And so on the foot of the one of the guys, he uh -huh. had something that was uh, something from the Constitution, the U.S. Constitution. Oh. He goes, I thought you would like to see his tattoo because of your, I saw your shirt. Oh. And then I said, oh, I'd see your tattoo and I, I raise you a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dog. Wow. And I, and I wrapped it in an American flag. Did you tell them the whole story? The dogs no, that will be the next time I talk oh, to them for long periods of time. Okay, okay. No, Lisa, I wasn't. I'm not busted. <laughs> my 14, my 15 year old daughter does the same thing. She goes, "Why do you talk to everybody at the window the ladies, at the scar?" The I talk to the boys too. We don't notice the boys. We of course not. Of course not. You never talk to the boys or uh, notice the boys. No. Maybe because you do it like a lot more macho, less flirty, more macho. Which spirit win talking about there? No, he didn't. Shame on you, Andy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what, what, what did I do? Uh, so uh, what, says, and what is, uh, oh, we did that. Oh, sorry. What is Carrie Crave? Krav Maga. That's, uh, that's a, again, it's a, it's like jujitsu, uh, street fighting, MMA. Oh, okay. A I different see. form. Uh, this one isn't Krav Maga, but it's. It's, I don't know, they call it King, King MMA, I think is what they call the, the studio that does Muay Thai, Muay Thai, Muay Thai, I can't say it, and uh, Jiu Jitsu and MMA. Nice. And there's a big fight that uh, one of the, the instructor for Rhett, he's fighting out in uh, Pachanga, I think, or something like that. Where's that? It's an Indian reservation, uh, oh. a casino. Oh. Yeah, I want to go to it. I took a picture of it. Nice. I'd like to go to that. I'll take you with me. You'll be my, you'll be my, my arm. Yeah, here, you'll be my arm, my arm candy. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> it, he couldn't stop. It wasn't like it I went, it wasn't she, even one joke. It wasn't, it wasn't like, like a thank you. Oh, these are yummy. He literally stood there for 20 minutes. It was not 20 minutes. There's, there's the exaggeration. Every flavor. It <laughs> was a had, good 20 minutes. They had white ones and one white one tasted like, coconut the other white one did have this weird flavor they to it they were nasty folks they were like <laughs> chalk mixed with old sugar and wax they were nasty jelly beans but he acted like it was like a I fine them. i bought a bag like it was a fine chocolate mousse dessert i got some of those too mm. <laughs> yum you're so crazy <laughs> you're cuckoo for a couple of cocoa puffs at least we know you have the Christ, the righteousness of Christ in you. Right. And I have you. I, I don't know what good I am, but. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's the scriptures say, 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 uh, say. I say a naughty word. No, I just had a stroke. Okay. <laughs> Jeremiah 33, 16 says. In those days, Judah will be saved and Jerusalem will live in safety. This is the name by which. It will be called the Lord, our righteous savior. Mm. Jeremiah is beautiful. Colossians 1.28. He is the one we proclaim, admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom so that we may present everyone fully mature in Christ. Colossians 2.10. And in him you have been made complete. Amen. And he is the head over every ruler and authority. This is in response to we must obey our rulers and those on authority 
because he is the head of all authority. So it is him we obey first and foremost. Romans 8, 34, who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died, more than that, was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who is it that condemns? Nobody can condemn us because he stands as our high priest making intercession for us. That's such a gift. You know, what was interesting, when uh, President Trump gave his talk after the... Um, Indictment. The, 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 whatever you want to call that. The kangaroo court. The kangaroo court. <laughs> he started off with, um, God bless all of you. He's been getting very, he's getting very close to God these days. Oh, good to know. Especially when people are trying to condemn him. And yes. he says he's just getting closer to God, knowing that the only one who can condemn is God. That is so true. That's, that's what made me think about that. Yeah. Ephesians 1, 6. To the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved. Mm. It's the glory of his grace. Not works, but his grace. And actually, you know, it's interesting because as a person who never grew up in the church and never heard Christianese, I didn't understand what grace was. Oh. No. There's a peripheral kind of superficial understanding of grace, but um, the grace of Christ, the grace of the gospel, um, is something I think you can only really um, appreciate after being a Christian or growing up in Christianity, learning about it, because it's really, well, that's what I felt today. I had a really bad day, folks, and um, I was just, I was a monster, and when I lie to my bed to listen to my favorite um, English pastor who just reads the scripture that she loves so much. Yeah. Um, so there's just this brother in England and all he does is just, uh, he intersperses a couple comments, but he just reads scripture and he just reads it very beautifully. It's like my sleepy time. Uh, and it's in my calming down time too. So I was just listening to him and I was like, um, reciting the scripture that I, that is on my heart so often these days, which is, uh, we approach your throne of grace with confidence for you will give us the grace and mercy we need in our time and need. And I need your grace. And that there's just this, the, the concept of grace and his endless love and just allowing it to wash over you that everything is going to be okay. I'm, I lay this at your feet. I have sinned and fall short. Um, and I just, I just need your love and your grace. Mm. And the grace is that, um, uh, that, uncon that just that forgiveness, that the power of, of washing the unrighteousness in an instant. Yep. It just encapsulates all of these amazing things that Christ allows us to experience. It's like a nice, soft, warm blanket on a cool night. Yeah. It just covers you. Yeah. And comforts you. Yes. I just, made, uh, I, just made, I just made that up. Please, you're almost beautiful. <laughs> Wait, I need wow. a, We need to you know what we can sell. Carrie wants me to read Jeremiah again. His blankets that say grace on it, uh, and then and then, time of and then and then living fearless devotional <laughs> on the bottom. Uh, thirty-three. This is Jeremiah thirty-three sixteen. In those days, Judah will be saved, and Jerusalem will live in safety. 
This is the name by which it will be called, the Lord, our righteous Savior. Interesting, because it or he, which is weird. That's probably what Carrie caught, that why is he saying it um, or he? No, so let's NIV. read. Yeah. It's NIV. NIV is always weird. Let's do New King James. In those days, Judah will be saved and Jerusalem will dwell in safety. And this is the name by which she will be called hmm. the Lord, our righteousness. So she, she is the city. It, it's the city. Oh, and why did the other one say he? It didn't say he, it said it. And then, then it's referring to a city. She, they just made it a female pronoun in, re in reference to a city. But I can't tell you that I've read the commentary to understand why. Uh, Jerusalem is, I actually don't understand that that's what I'm doing, <laughs> yeah. Carrie, if you understand it, please, uh, please explain. Should we go to one of those books? Uh, it takes long to do that yeah. uh, on the fly. But Lisa says, I only recognized grace after I was born again. Prior to that, being somebody who thought she was a Christian, I had no idea. Mm -hmm. Amen. Right. Do tell us the name of this Englishman. Yeah. What is his name? What Englishman? The one you listen to. Oh, the one I listen to. You know what? Honestly, he doesn't ever say his name. The 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 podcast is is something. Can we bring it up on? Um, no, it's going to take YouTube? you forever again to find it. On YouTube. Yeah, because I don't know its name. Oh, how do you find it when you look for it? Because he's in my he's in my subscribe. Oh, where's your phone? But Lisa, I will send it to you. <laughs> I will send it to you, no problem. And well, for those of you that are listening that also want to know, we'll make sure and say something about it on our next episode. Yes. So Cindy's asking for a prayer request. They evacuated up to County Road 55, and I'm on County Road 54. Pray people do not lose their crops or homes. It's always something. What's what they, Is it tornadoes? Oh, fire. Oh, it's fire. It's so prayer request for fire, fire here. Oh, okay. I'm sorry to hear that, Cindy. Oh, wow. Yes, we absolutely, before we go tonight, we'll. Wow, it seems so weird to be hearing about fires when all we've had is rain. Right. But I know she's in a different state, but I'm just saying, it's just like, it caught me off guard. So Carrie's saying Jerusalem is referred to as female. That part I understood, but I don't understand why it's called Lord. Like, why is it going, why is the end of the scripture? And the name by which she will be called is the Lord, our righteousness. So why is this city referred to as the Lord, our righteousness? Or maybe it just means that because it's going to be the new Jerusalem, this is referring to the new Jerusalem. It's, it's prophetic that it's going to be called that in those days. See here, it says the name by which it, and then it says, or he. So that you can understand it, but. Hold on, let's and do it. And then it changes it to she on that one in the New King James Version. I'm going to do a, a little small Bible study after this and look up some commentaries because I'm just wondering why it's referred to as. Um, here, let's do a, see what the message says. Ooh. Ooh. What was the original? Oh, the message is very long. Uh, watch for this. The time is coming, God's decree, when I will keep the promise I made to the families of Israel and Judah. When that time comes, I will make a fresh and true shoot sprout from the David tree. He will run this country honestly and fairly. He will set things right. That's when Judah will be secure and Jerusalem will live in safety. The motto for the city will be God has set things right for us. God has made it clear that there will always be a descendant of David ruling the people of Israel. And there will always be Levitical priests on hand to offer burnt offerings, present grain offerings, and carry on the sacrificial oh. worship in my honor. 
that's a very yeah. long explanation for that scripture, but that makes a lot more sense now. What is the message Bible? Um, it is people often don't say it's not a translation. It's more of a, like a commentary where um, they expand the concepts so you can understand it better. Oh, that was a good, that was a good move. Yeah. The message is how you can. I never would have went to the message. Oh yeah. Anytime <laughs> you don't really understand something, it's, it's, it's really helpful. Oh, I just learned something new. I love um, that. Yes. The new name. Thank you, Carrie. Oh, and Jerusalem is betrothed to, to Jesus. Yes. Thank you for that. Oh, wow. Um, great idea, Andy. To, to, to the next time we do a show, to let everybody know what that guy's name is oh, or right. how to find him. Right. Yeah, he's, uh, he's got a little bit of an accent, and uh, he reads through the Bible, and he reads it kind of like this and says... We will read it like Have this. Faith. It goes, Have he is the one who we proclaim, admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom so that we may present everyone full mature in Christ. Brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters, what he's saying here? <laughs> and, then, and then I get about that far and I go. I don't know that I've listened to more than, I mean, it's not that I don't like him. It's just, he puts you to sleep. <laughs> it's meditative. <laughs> yes, that's, but that's how he talks. I was actually pretty close. Yeah. yeah. How'd I do? You're, you're, so your guy sounded Irish. Oh. He's English. Are you sure? I, I think he's Irish. Really? I think he's Irish. Huh. Yeah. And he's very conservative, too. So you see, he throws in little <laughs> shots at the left. Uh <laughs> yeah, he's, it's really interesting. <laughs> but he's speaking from his, I think it's his garage. No, it's like <laughs> a bedroom. <laughs> you sound neither Irish nor English, Andy. <laughs> what did I sound like? Shiver me timbers. <laughs> I sound like I've been you drinking? Like I sound like I've been drinking? You sound like the cartoon for the cereal. <laughs> <laughs> the Lucky Charms guy. You sound like the Lucky Charms guy. <laughs> oh my gosh um so i yeah. I, ha I had a question i wanted to ask everyone if they've heard of this thing i am listening to this guy doug wise who wrote this book called the prodigal parent process and he basically advocates for setting boundaries and all of these other really interesting things um and the most brilliant thing that he said that really really stuck with me is that God is the original prodigal parent um, and Adam and Eve sinned. And he says, okay, so you can live life thinking that everything is cause and effect, but in fact, um, raising children is, is about free will. And he said, God is the original prodigal parent. Adam and Eve sinned. God didn't say, oh my goodness, what did I do? I must've raised them wrong. <laughs> he kicked them out of the garden and then he sent some really mean angels to block it. So they couldn't sneak back in. So he's, he says, you know, God's a God of order. He's a God of boundaries. He's a God of rules. And so he, he advocates this, this um, doctor, this Christian therapist, advocates for um, setting boundaries, just as the Lord does. And so he also advocates that there be accountability. He says, pray for one another so that um, your sins may be forgiven. And so he advocates for, he encourages people to create parent groups. 
where you could have accountability. And he says, by doing that, you create these groups where you could talk about what's happening with your children and you set those boundaries and discuss them with the fellow parents so that when you have a moment of weakness, um, you can create a sense of accountability and they can lift you up. And also for, you know, parents that really struggle with kids that, you know, either end up in jail or they want money to buy a car, you could present that to the group. And if everyone's like, well, maybe you should do it this way. For example, one example he gave is that, you know, he gave one family gave the money to um, one of the parents in this group. And then that parent went to the child and said, okay, well, these are the conditions under which you're going to get this money. Mm. You're going to pay me back and you're going to pay me, you know, with interest, you know, whatever to create distance from it being a manipulation of the parents. Mm. Um, so I just thought this was a really interesting concept. And I wondered if anybody had ever heard of a prodigal parent support group. Because I thought it was a very cool idea. And he said that every church is filled with parents who are grieving, blaming themselves, living in um, isolation because they're so heartbroken over their prodigal children. And he said, instead of it being in the shadows like that, we should have ways in which we could talk about it um, and support one another. It reminds me of that whole Whitestone ministry, which is about, you know, parents and families of same sex attracted family members, mm -hmm. um, the Christian support group, but I just thought that was a cool idea for parents. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the most important advice was that it's not causal, that your child, like every other human being has free will and they have a choice when you raise them in the Lord and they know the gospel, they, you know, like everybody else will make a conscious choice to serve God or leave God. And um, there's nothing you could do about that. That doesn't mean you are a bad parent. Right. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yes. And Cindy's saying, yes, haven't heard of him or the book. Sounds good, but don't leave out the grace. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely, Cindy. Lisa was talking about my blanket idea. Oh. Good idea, Andy. Good idea. <laughs> And Carrie says, rules, boundaries are important, but why do you need a 12-step program to raise kids? <laughs> well, I don't think it's supposed to be a 12-step program, but it's supposed to be. I mean, God, you know, wouldn't it be nice if we didn't need a 12-step program? But um, it's a support group, I guess. It's just having a safe space where family members could um, share with other family members, learn from their experiences, pray for one another, support each other, um, and not live in the shame and the shadows of having a kid that doesn't look anything like you, isn't walking with God. Well, we have to understand too, that some parents today, especially they're, they, they, they're not always coming from a place like our, my friend, Larry, who his entire life has been raised in Christianity. His right. parents, his grandparents, everybody was, you know, a church goer that you may have someone like yourself who came out of, Islam. And now you were raising a kid under what would be normal Islamic practices. And now you're going to Christianity, which is uh, different. Right. Or maybe they're, you know, strong liberalism. And then they realize halfway through their, their liberal life that it's destroying their life <laughs> and then decide, well, this, you know, you know, something happens and they find God. Right. And now they have to go, wow, we've, we've kind of, our, our kids, uh, 
we have to do something different with our kids. We were raising them this way, and, and now we want to raise them this way. We need some help because we're behind the eight ball. Well, these uh, the people he was referring to for the most part were people that were godly people who raised their kids, knowing the Lord, raised them in the church, mm. and they just went off the oh. reservation. So, and there's tons of them. I don't think I've spoken to a single a, a single um, parent who hasn't told me the story of their own child or their best friend's child that didn't have that kind of experience where you do everything. And, and the best example is throughout the Bible, including God, is that look at Israel. Did God ever fail them? Um, but still, they constantly disobeyed. They constantly sinned. They constantly walked away from God. Despite seeing miracles, mm. manna from heaven, the Red Sea parting, freeing after 400 years of slavery, and still disobeyed. So I was just saying you have to accept that um, kids, but, and, when, and we're not talking 12-year-olds. He's talking about, you know, adults, the 17, 18, 19. I mean, there are people who still have their 30-year-olds living in their house because they just don't feel um, – whatever, for whatever reasons, but um, it's not easy negotiating boundaries with kids that are not walking with God. I don't think it's that much different. And I, and I understand, you know, what Carrie's saying too, but I think the answer to that is that in this faith of Christianity, we are not meant to do the faith alone. Right. We, we uh, we have Bible studies that are 12 week long Bible studies on, marriage you know um, we have you know go through books and we do these different like things groups. why why wouldn't parenting be another one of those things that we could go through as right. a as, point. as a church i don't know why it sounds so novel mm. i don't know why we don't have them already you know there's parenting classes you go sit and listen to a guy lecture for two hours and you go mm. home and you're like okay that was great but the implementation of this is killing me right yeah, I remember going through an Andy Stanley, Andy Stanley, uh, Anley, 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 Andy Stanley. Is it Charles Stanley? No, there's an Andy Stanley too. Is there Andy yeah. Stanley? I know because my name's Andy. <laughs> uh, but Andy, it was a, it was a, yeah, it was Andy Stanley uh, a couples study. It was at your Linda friends, of course, and it was uh, I think it like ten weeks or sixteen weeks, something like that. Same thing. Just go there and you go through the book and you study. Yeah. And, and you know it says helping people with their relationships, right? Yeah, like they do for marriage. Yeah, like didn't, they do for marriages. Yeah, didn't help at all. But I went. <laughs> well, you went alone. <laughs> no, I went. No. Oh, you went together. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I learned a bunch from it, and I did everything. Right. I implemented all. I implemented everything. Sure. I did. I was an implementer. What do you call that? Not an implementer. What do you call that? I'm a doer. There's another word for it. Uh, Cindy says it takes a village to help grow our families and it's good to have parenting discipleship together. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't like that phrase. No, nothing, no, nothing about you, Cindy at all, but it takes uh, a village. Yeah. Hillary, Hillary Clinton said that. <laughs> uh, Lisa says any support groups for parents rally together who are all Christians. Sounds like a great idea. Yeah. I mean, what is a bad idea whenever you get a whole bunch of Christians together? <laughs> yeah. This is another, I, I would call it another Bible study that you can just do together and may, you'll get some fresh new ideas yes. that may help you uh, through something. And again, you going to that 
what's it called again? Whitestone. Whitestone. You came back with some like, wow, there was there were some really uh, some things I didn't think of. Amazing. And then, but you're also hearing from the kids themselves. Like, what was it that kept them from continuing down this path? And it was their parents praying for them. Yes. And I would just, I, I can't even explain that feeling of being in a room with a bunch of people who are just suffering, who are suffering just like you are. And sometimes, I, I don't know, maybe this is weird, but sometimes it's just uh, nice to cry, to cry over the pain with other people and hug them and love on them and um, console them and pray for them. And you just walk out like, okay, I feel a little better. I'm not. I'm not living in the shame of it. I mm. had a chance to express it and hear other people's stories, both positive and negative. Um, and it's uplifting. Mm. You know what also is good about being with people, especially when they need to cry, is to know when not to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Just let them cry. <laughs> Just that could be challenging yeah because you want to go you want to say they go no <laughs> these need to cry these people just need to cry right yeah and uh kids are people too wonderama <laughs> <laughs> i love wonderama i learned so many magic tricks on wonderama uh carrie says i'm so old friends helped each other in the old days <laughs> yes. yeah no carrie it doesn't really exist anymore it doesn't really exist there's so many times like i feel there are some times when it's amazing. Like you have some friends that just, that just get it. And there's other times I've had so many experiences where I'm like, I just really need to talk to you right now. And they're like, Oh wait. Yeah. So my aunt's coming to visit and you like, it just, it never gets around to the topic you wanted to unload on somebody and yeah. you just walk up. You're like, Oh, okay. I'm just going to go home now. Yeah. And so, yeah. Cindy says, yes, God and Israelites, a good example. Yeah. Repeatedly. It's just so, yeah. It's always my, I, I don't want to say it's my favorite thing to see in the Bible, <laughs> but it just kind of goes, okay, well, you know, these guys were like, they saw the miracles. They walked and in the parted Red Sea. They, they, an entire sea was parted. And then they saw it close in on the bad guys. Mm -hmm. And then it wasn't that much longer that they. they went, hey, 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 <laughs> naked it's crazy and you say so like what can i expect from my childhood you know what i mean like look at what people did i mean like uh, how can i expect much more than that i think both our kids if they just and i think i've told them this once i think you know in one of my trips to the school one of the thousand trips i take to the school <laughs> um and i said how could you not believe in god when you look at hedy and i i can't remember this may have been three or four months ago. But I said, just look what God has done for me personally and Hedia and I together. How different our life is now. Our life is our family. So I was talking about our family, how our family's life is, how different it is. That we have this, this family where we eat dinner together, that we, we, we have uh, family time together, that we, you see me, that we don't have alcohol in the house anymore, that, you know, I went through the list of things and I, and I was just saying this, you guys. I didn't think that happened. <laughs> yeah, I said, you guys got to just see, we are the example. And so when, I, when we hear about, you know, the Israelites seeing, that's what I'm trying to tell them. I said, came from I said the sky, you bro. cannot, 
Food <laughs> dropped from the sky. <laughs> Twink, right, right on the floor. And still they're like, I need garlic and onions. This is nasty. I want to go back to Egypt. Right. It's just like you're, you're it's seeing. Comforting. Yeah. It's comforting. <laughs> You've seen God work in our life. And I just want you to, and I'm talking to the kids still, saying, mm -hmm. I just want you to just remember, just think about it. You know, when you're thinking about doing something that's um, sinful, um, that, uh, you know, you're going to, you're going to make, you're, I'm not going to make him mad. I forgot what I said at the time. I said that it's just not what God wants is what I said. So that's not what God wants for you to talk this way. I forget what it was that happened. It was something, it was something that caused me to have this whole discussion with them, but it was just again, just reinforcing. And I may have this talk on the way to magic mountain tomorrow Good. with the kids. Good. You, so you got to, you yeah. got, you got to see captive audience two and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite in the car is the best time to talk to kids. It is. And uh, cause they're, they cannot go anywhere. Yes. <laughs> they may climb out you know scratch the windows yeah they still can't get out i mean now there's a, every so often my oh, daughter not only that but amusement parks are standing in line for hours yes and then somebody next standing next to us might hear something yeah that will be convicting to them there you go it's just funny just like courtney sent a recent video uh from the past and then every so often of course facebook will send you a memory yes. and you see those things and it takes you back and I, sure I, <laughs> I don't have anything before Christ in my Facebook. The only memories are you. It's lovely. I love it. It's my baptism. It's going to North Carolina. And you. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I did not exist before that. Cindy says, I know. It's crazy. Yes. Oh, yeah, hearing Cindy's stories from her past. I hope you don't mind me saying this, Cindy, but the, the stories, Cindy will send us voice messages and uh, she'll tell stories of her past. And um, it. yeah, it's unbelievable. Like I said, we are going to make it happen where Cindy comes on, on the show. And I'm sure it sometimes we may have a couple other of you come on the show, but I would really want to have Cindy come on and just share a little bit about her testimony wow. and a little bit about her past. Just, uh, Absolutely. It will bless, uh, I think, our, our listeners and our viewers. Yes. To hear, but it's, it is so awesome. God is so great. God is great. And, then, and yet, and yet I have a moment like I did around Irvine Park. I told you three times why, why I'm circling the park. Why do you keep asking me? <laughs> Sit in your seats and, and stop talking. <laughs> That's not how I, it was a lot scarier. Um, that was actually very nice compared to, yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything else, Schnooks? Hey, I'm speaking at a church in Anaheim on Monday if anybody wants to come. So come to the church. Yeah, I don't think anybody's local. Um, I, I, there's, a, there's a man who actually will open for me. <laughs> I love he's, uh, he's, a, open. he's a veteran of World War II. He landed, he was uh, in um, 96 D Day. years old. On, on, he landed on Normandy and survived, and he's still alive today. And Tell jokes. He's a com comedian. <laughs> He tells, he tells jokes, jokes like Andy's dad. Yeah. Like you would hear from Don Rickles, yeah. <laughs> Don Rickles. a Mexican, a Jew and a, and a, and a priest go into a bar. <laughs> so funny. So horribly uh, inappropriate for today. Oh it's my gosh. So cute. It is. <laughs> you got that's That's actually the best part. Yes. I laugh like, so where hard. Where else could you hear this? Oh, I don't know. I laugh so hard. So. If anybody's in Anaheim on Monday, next Monday yes. at, at noon, 
uh, let me know. We'll tell you where it's at. I put a post on my Facebook. It'll, it has the address and everything on there. Oh, nice. Yeah. I have a lot of friends on the Facebook who actually you live do. in that area. So it may, it may um, change up the dynamic in the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Usual participants. <laughs> they go, oh, yeah, I remember that Andy guy. Remember that old man that he's talking about? All right. Um, Cindy says, stream it online. I might do that. I think oh, I'll be off Facebook. Uh, I'll be off Facebook and YouTube uh, suspension. No, today's my last day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tomorrow. Well, tomorrow I should be free. So we should. Freedom. For now. <laughs> Over this whole, you know what? It's all good. Yeah. You'll probably get yourself in jail again. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, just talking about your article on Thursday may get me put back in jail. I think just posting the article may put me in jail. It might. Yeah, your this article on Thursday. It's a giddy. Yes. I love it. It's it's actually my favorite. I I know. You've heard me say that it's my favorite before, but this one is gonna be my favorite. It is awesome. I love that you wrote that. The title that I put, which we don't know whether we're actually gonna see, is is the left's gender jihad the new face the new face of terrorism. I think they may change it though. Gender jihad. Yes. That is so good, Chinooks. <laughs> I love that. So we'll see. And Lisa says, I used to love road tripping with my kids, getting to talk to them and listen to them. Just us. Yeah. Yes. Very fond memories I have of my father um, road tripping with him. Yeah, for sure. So pray for me tomorrow. I'll be spending two hours up, two hours back to Magic Mountain, Six At Flags Magic two Mountain. Hours. It's two and a half hours with no traffic. Yeah, it'll be... It'll be in the middle of traffic that we're leaving. I still think maybe I should leave at six, but pray for me. Yes. <laughs> 24 <Pray for> kids. <laughs> Gary, <laughs> not driving bananas. Gary says uh, 24 hours of freedom. <laughs> yes. 24 hours till freedom. Yeah. Uh, or it may just be 24 hours of freedom. So he's out of Facebook jail. <laughs> yeah. The you, penitentiary. YouTube Facebook jail. All right. My friends. I almost said my loves. <laughs> You're my loves. I love you guys. We love you. God bless you. Have a great night. And there we go. Or a great day for Kate. <laughs> we'll be listening later. Yes. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. God bless you.